0: Hi, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4. Boy, oh boy, Mom, you sure know how to hydrate a good podcast.
1: Welcome to Hydrate Level 4, a podcast where we take a nostalgic look from different generational perspectives. And I'm your host, Peter, an 80s baby. And I'm your co-host, Phoenix, a millennial. Yeah, Phoenix is back for our 100th episode. It has been a millennium. Um, a century, century, century mark. It's been a century mark. That is your uh, public school money at work. <laughs> Your tax tax dollars. Tax dollars. That's that's it. Yeah, so you're uh, you're joining in today for uh you know to kind of celebrate the the 100th uh for those that um are not familiar with Phoenix, uh he is my son who started off as my co-host at the uh, beginning of the show. So as he got older, he became a little bit um more unavailable uh due to, you know, after-school activities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but he is joining me today to review the 1985 movie Teen Wolf. Um, the reason we chose this movie is because we, we wanted some kind of theme. Um, Phoenix originally came up with the idea, well, what was the first movie I watched? And he was born, uh, summer of 2000, uh, June 29 to be exact. The first movie I took him to was The Patriot, Um I was a teenage father, and I didn't have a sitter, so I took my—the movie came out, like, the day before you were born. Um, So you were either days old or maybe within the first couple weeks I took you to a movie, (laughs) I think. But, I mean, I remember you slept through it. You know, it was an evening showing. There wasn't a lot of people. Um, But, you know, we had planned to do that movie— But it's it's almost three hours long and I didn't remember it being that long at all and you know We just wanted to do something kind of fun. And so it came down to two different movies. Uh, What were the two that you came up with? Uh, Peggy Sue Got Married and Teen Wolf which both in my opinion would be fitting. Uh, Peggy Sue Got Married it deals with time travel. Hydrate Level 4 is a line uh, spoken in Back to the Future 2 so it would have been time travel related uh, but we decided to go with Teen Wolf because it stars Michael J. Fox who was in uh, you know the back to the future movies, so uh which is you know our namesake, mm-hmm. so I think it's fitting and uh, you know we've kind of been uh releasing episodes irregularly uh recently uh there has been some um you know some things that has happened in the in the family i don't I don't want to uh you know bring the uh, the episode down or anything like that but uh some things had happened so you know we weren't able to really release episodes or me anyway since i'm the um i'm on the episode, every single episode but for me i wanted it was important to me that number 100 was with you mm-hmm. so uh so we are finally able to get a movie in uh watch it together and and record as father and son so before we get into any of the other stuff that we usually do on this show, Phoenix, do you, what, what is your history with this movie?
0: Um, Just seeing it with you a couple of times, I think. Uh, I remember seeing this movie the first time and really enjoying it because of the basketball feeling to it. And I think this is when uh, I was playing basketball in middle school, I believe. And it just really stuck out to me because it also had like a werewolf inside.
1: Okay. All right. Uh This went on to uh, spawn a sequel, which uh, I don't. At this point, we don't have any plans on doing. And you know, both movies are a guilty pleasure for me. You know, I'll just go ahead and put that out. The the sequel being with uh, Jason Bateman and involves boxing. Uh, This one is uh, directed by a uh, Rod Daniel, who I just found out passed away last month at the time of this recording. Mm. So already kind of grim here. Uh, It is. uh, It stars Michael J. Fox, which I already mentioned. It also has. Well, Michael J. Fox is uh, Scott Howard, uh, you know, the, the star of the movie. Uh, Lori Griffin plays uh, Pamela Wells. Uh, James Hampton as his dad, Harold Howard. Susan uh, Orsetti as Boof, which you actually asked me if she had a name. And she's not called anything in the movie, but um, Wikipedia has her listed as Lisa Boof Marconi. Mm-hmm. And I think in the movie, Styles actually calls her like Boof Bufaroni or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it was a play on her name. I don't know if this is, um, if there's like any other source material other, other than this movie. But we also got a uh, Jerry Levine as Styles, uh, Matt Adler as Lewis, kind of a smaller role. Um, who else here? We got Mick, you know, who's the antagonist, played mm-hmm. by Mark Arnold. Uh, The coach, uh, Coach Finstock, played by Jay Tarses, and Chubby, played by Mark Holton. Now, out of uh, all of these actors, do you recognize any of them from anything else other than Michael J. Fox? Uh, No, that's exactly what I was going to say, though. (laughs) Did you see any of the Pee-wee movies, or at least Pee-wee's Big Adventure? I have not. Okay, because Chubby was in that movie, too. He plays the antagonist in that one, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think coincidentally came out the same year. Um, So before we get into the movie, let, wait a minute. The beaver mascot logo used in the film was the Oregon State University Beavers. You know, I thought it looked familiar. For those who don't know, we're from Oregon. So. I,
0: I didn't see the logo too much for the, uh, their, uh. They
1: changed changed the color. I think they added green to it, but uh, Uh, Oregon State University is orange and black. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, before we get into that, let's talk about some of the songs and movies that came out around the time of this release. So no looking at the screen here. Um, The number one song at the time of this release is The Power of Love. Okay. Who sings that? Uh, Or where is that song from? It's it's from back to the future. Yeah. But Back to the Future came out the previous month. So hmm. you had yeah, back to back um uh, mo- J. Fox Yeah, Michael movies. J. Fox movies, yeah, in the summer.
0: Uh it's it's a band name.
1: Yeah, it's Hue- Huey Lewis in the news. <sighs> but as long as you knew where the where the song came from. That's oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's why I didn't want you to definitely. to take a look. I thought that might give it away. Yeah. Uh the song that preceded it is a uh, shout by Tears for Fears. Does that ring a bell? Uh no. See, uh, funny enough, uh, I know this came up on another episode because I remember singing it. But the song's like, shout, shout, let it all out. Mm-mm. No? Okay. There's well, you no, don't listen definitely. to very much 80s. I
0: listen to a lot of 80s. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I wouldn't say a there's, lot.
0: There's, there's Michael Jackson. There's...
1: Okay, that's you listening. <laughs> Michael Jackson spans from like the 60s through the 90s, and I yeah. was in the 60s too. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, the song that uh supersedes it, I don't, I'm not too familiar with it. Might be one of those things like if I heard it, I would maybe I'd recognize it. But it's St. Emil's Fire by John Parr. So, some of the movies that came out around the, uh, the time of this movie again, it came out what August of 85 ET
0: Steven Spielberg.
1: Yep uh the heavenly kid uh that was an episode that you did with Mike Misunis back yeah. in the day but i don't remember the director yeah oh no that's fine just as if you, whether or not you're familiar with the the oh, title or yeah. something uh explorers no explorers is kind of like goonies but it's a it's a group of kids who build a spaceship and i think they go off into space it's been like two decades since i've seen it but mm-hmm. it's kind of like that um, you also got, uh, how about Weird Science?
0: Ah, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, that's
1: one that we're definitely going to uh, review one uh, one day. Uh, Real Genius. It's got Val Kilmer in it. Is it associated at all with baby geniuses? It's not then whatsoever. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Real Genius, uh, just to tease it now, is a upcoming episode. I already have it uh, recorded, and that will be coming out in the near future with uh, Margot from Book vs. Movie. Uh, how about, well, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, I already mentioned that, uh, I recently, uh, covered that, so that also came out around this time, um, Better Off Dead, does that title ring a bell? No. Okay, that one stars John Cusack. Okay. Okay, and also Diane Franklin. Anne Franklin is not in my database of okay. head. She's the actress that I interviewed uh, last summer. So there's oh, a okay. yeah, there's an episode that I interviewed with her. So if anyone's interested, go back and check that out. Uh, she actually asked if we would ever uh, review that movie, and she'd be interested on, uh, in your uh, opinion because it's kind of the, the one of those you know teen movies from the mm-hmm. 80s, and mm-hmm. uh, I think she considered it like a coming of age kind of movie, which I I don't think it is, but um and let's uh finish off with fright night mm, vampire story that's mm, as much as i know yeah it, it does uh involve a vampire it's about i think a next door neighbor that's yeah, a vampire. It's I've, a seen, next I've seen i've seen the neighbor. remake i haven't seen the original mm-hmm. which i hear is uh is pretty good okay so let's uh let's get back to team wolf here um so we mentioned michael j fox uh he plays scott uh he plays for a basketball team that's not very good. Uh, he also uh, works for his father, who owns a hardware store. Uh, what do you think about Scott as a character, or and what else can you think about him? Um, you know, again, played by Michael J. Fox.
0: Well, um,
1: right off the bat, I'm already given some kind
0: of uh, some kind of Marty McFly vibes. Just kind of, well, not Marty McFly, more George McFly. Kind of wimpy in high mm. school. Okay. You know, um, not really an outcast, but just.
1: Kind of on the low side of well, things. Well, he he doesn't have the girl like he mm-hmm. does in Back to the Future, mm-hmm. which which uh, it's funny because there's a like there's a scene early in the movie where he's walking with Booth and the way he's talking to her is like exactly how he's talking to uh, Jennifer Parker mm-hmm. in Back to the Future in the beginning of that movie as well. So I, I did see some things uh, funny enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what else uh, do we know? Uh, he wants to quit basketball and eventually get into. Uh, the school play, just because of a girl mm-hmm. that is played by, uh, well, the, the the actress is Lori Griffin. She plays Pamela Wells. What do you think of Pamela? Uh, she appears to be like the pretty, uh, you know, the pretty girl in school kind of thing. She she doesn't seem to be like the popular girl in school. Mm-hmm. Not that she's unpopular, but like she doesn't have like an entourage of friends or anything. Right. But she is in, uh, she is in this play. Which, I don't know if it's a. Like a one-person play. <laughs> yeah, you only see one person and like one director and no audience in no the set, no cast members or anything. Yeah, you know when she smirks, she reminds me a lot, uh, a lot of uh, Alicia Silverstone. The name is famili- Bat familiar. Batgirl.
0: Batgirl. Yes.
1: Yeah she she's got a very similar smirk, mm-hmm. but any other face that she has, not so much. But when she smirks, it's like dead on. Looks just like her. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about her character?
0: um not too much can be said but a lot of these characters in the uh movie you know they're, they're supposed to be in high school right now and i feel like they could be in college oh funny you brought that
1: up do you want to guess how old michael j fox was in this movie i mean uh yeah michael j fox mm, let's see 26 23 aha uh-huh. mick how old do you think mick is 19 47 i'm kidding Whoa. no he's he was uh 27 okay the man was almost 30 playing playing a high schooler wow yeah uh, and, and that's kind of how they did it you know so uh and i think i think styles was also like 27 so most of them were like you know mid to late tw- uh 20s mm-hmm. very crazy um okay so uh quick question about pamela do you find her attractive uh that's that's what i was thinking about the
0: movie i was like if, if I ever see a girl like that in my high school, would I think she was attractive? And my answer is just downright no. No? Just
1: no. Is, is it because of her personality, though? Yes. So you don't even think she's, like, cute? No. No? I mean, she's blonde hair, blue eyes. I mean,
0: even if a girl is cute, it's just, like, if she talks and
1: it's just, like, and she's she doesn't have a good personality, then she's just unattractive. Hmm. Because I'm trying to think, like, does she have a bad personality? I mean, I know she's not giving um, Scott like any time of day. She's more like a uh,
0: uh, popularity digger, as if you know you would think there's like there's like gold diggers, but then you know there can be like a popularity digger.
1: And that, what is that? Uh, is that a thing? I
0: think so. Oh, uh, I mean, you're, she, she, you're she in school now. she sure kind of shows it. It's like. You're, you're only into that person because of the, their sudden rise in popularity or any popularity whatsoever. Hmm. Um, even if that person may be unattractive, like, say, a wolf.
1: Okay. Okay. So she's kind of like... Uh, she's into what's in at the moment. Yes. Okay. Uh, Booth. Uh, she is a childhood friend of Scott's who is clearly into him. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't seem to reciprocate that... Uh, that uh, Feeling towards her, I guess. Yeah. What do you think about Boof? I think Boof is cute. Okay, it's I'm a that kind of guy myself. It's, it's just a It's just a nickname. The nickname. Booth. It, well, you know, d- sure. You know, <laughs> at least it, it doesn't sound like something bad. You like know, buffet. I mean, yeah, yeah, buffet. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of the short hair, but she is. Uh, I, I, I too find her attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes off as. Not that she's not bright, but there are some some times where she seems a little ditzy mm, I guess so, for lack of a better word, she does seem a little bit ditzy at some point, mm-hmm. but um but you like her, yes, yeah, and what do you think it is um uh, that Scott doesn't like about her because this is clearly a trope you know she's the you know she's the close friend who he should be with but doesn't hook up with kind of thing
0: I think. That he just sees her more as a, a sister type just because of how long they've known each other. Yeah. Um, You know, if, I think if... Uh, yeah, that'd, that'd be a little weird to, you know, date your uh, childhood friend that mm. you've grown up with. But then well, again, it w- wouldn't really...
1: Yeah, I guess it all depends on the situation. Like, um we don't know how tight they were. I mean, mm-hmm. we know that they go back. Like, uh, for example, you've been in basically the same school district all your life. Yes, you've pro- you probably are still friends with girls that you've known since elementary, elementary. school. Mm-hmm. D- is is there like any that you were like? Um, no, I or do you feel like you would just n- could not date them because you've known them
0: for so long? All the girls that I know in elementary school that I know now, I would not date any of them. None of them. None of them. None
1: of them. Whatsoever. None of them. Hmm. Okay, so it'd have to be a girl that you knew a little bit later in yeah, school. Yeah, like be... middle school, the earliest. Oh, interesting. That may change as you get older. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's go ahead and move on to Styles at this moment. Styles is I wouldn't I don't I don't know if you want to call him his best friend, but it's. Would you say he's his, his best friend? I mean, he's not like on the basketball team with them or anything. Yes, I'd so, say he's his best friend. Okay, it's um, I <laughs> he's definitely the, the enabler. You know, kind of kind of gets Scott into trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, he himself is a troublemaker. Uh, right. One of his traits is that he wears like a different T-shirt every single time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that part uh, where we're in the Howard household and Styles shows up and. Um, Mr. Howard, he's just sitting there like looking at Scott, doesn't even see Styles. He's like nice t shirt, you know, so mm-hmm. so that tells us that it's a thing. He always wears something different. What do you think of Styles as a as a character and as a friend of Scott's? I wanted to try and
0: compare him to a character, but I c can't really think of anyone. Um he he is an enabler, he's a he's a big troublemaker, but I I don't know, he's like a
1: He's kinda like the um He's what like Zach Morris would be, except for he's kind of a dork. Yeah, right. I but mean, knows he, how to you make saw money a little bit of say
0: by the bell, Squirm people out of giving him money and whatnot.
1: Yeah, he's always trying to get money out of people, yeah, and I like that too. There, there's that one scene where Booth and Scott were walking, and then Styles like uh, drives up like along along the road, and he's like, "Hey, Booth," and Scott's like, "Say no," and she's like, "Say," uh, she's like. No thanks uh, Styles and he just like all right drives off so um he's a pretty good character I like him definitely d- uh, definitely the comedy relief yeah Co- comedic so that, relief
0: yeah that's what I was gonna say
1: okay um nothing on Lewis right Lewis is uh like kind of like the the third wheel of that trio uh Scott Styles and Lewis
0: Lewis is oh he's the, he's, he's the, the one the, he's a kid yeah okay he's yeah. the freshman
1: yeah is he a freshman?
0: He's a freshman. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's... He, he said, I don't even have a driver's license yet. Mm,
1: okay. So there's not a whole lot on him. Or sophomore, one of those. You know, things. yeah, he's just kind of a tag along, you know, mm-hmm. with with, uh, with those three guys. Um, how about, uh, do you want to talk about the vice principal, you know, Mr. Thorne? I didn't even know he was vice principal until the end when he <laughs> he's like... Well, you know, he, he, you know, says it all proud. Like, I'm vice principal. Yeah,
0: like, why, why vice principal? Why not just, like, principal? Yeah,
1: why, why not just a principal? But yeah. I think maybe that it's to tell the audience, like, th- this is how lame this guy is. Like, you know, he mm-hmm. went to this school, he's an alum, and he only got to vice principal and think he's the ish. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's why they gave him vice principal. <laughs> um, Okay, Chubby, you know, a... He's kind of the unofficial fourth wheel, I guess. Maybe we don't always see him. I think he, the most we see him is on the basketball team. He's like the second comedic relief. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He he has a lot of uh, like physical comedy. You mm-hmm. know, uh, mainly like his facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Um, and people will again remember him from uh, Peewee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about before we talk about some of the scenes in the movie? Mm-hmm. What about the coach? What do you think about the coach? <laughs> ball. <Sleazeball. laughs> Sleezball, he, he he's not very bright. No, he he lives um, at the school. You, you know, there's the uh, the opening basketball game. He wants to forfeit because they were so far behind. Mm-hmm. And the other coach is like, "You you want to forfeit?" He's like, "Well, I, I guess if you want us to continue playing, I guess we'll play." <laughs> but yeah, uh, he was trying to give them the win. They're like, "What are you doing?" So, and uh, I do like that one part where. Uh, and I'm jumping way ahead into the movie here. This is kinda of towards the end where Scott's friend or uh, Scott's teammates are starting to alienate him a little bit because he was kinda of being a uh you know, his he was being Kobe Bryant, right? He was being a bit of a ball hog. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, and uh, cause you know, he had already turned wolf. And there was the one point where uh scott's in the locker room and he questions his coach like what's up and his coach's like here let me tell you something there's these three rules that i live by and those three rules had nothing to do with what was going on (laughs) and then scott was just like uh thanks coach Mm. you know so i thought that was really funny so i want to talk a little bit about uh scott and pamela we already kind of talked about scott and booth uh what do you think about uh so you already gave your opinion on pamela but um there's that one scene where Scott delivers like some um, supplies, you know, from his hardware store uh, to the drama teacher or whatever, mm-hmm. the theater teacher, instructor. And Pamela is kind of rehearsing. And on stage, he's like, hey, you know, w- w- what are your plans tonight for this party? You know, I, I got a van, you know, do you want me to pick <laughs> you up? Do you think he was being like a little too pushy or being too forward? Like, she's Because yes. like she's seeing Mick. Mm-hmm. And Scott knows this, but yet he's like trying to pursue her still. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that?
0: Well, um, I don't know. There's there's not too
1: much to say about that. It's just if you were Lewis or even Styles, what would you tell Scott? Like, like bruh, she's she's seeing Mick, you know, or like what would you tell him? I mean, I'd, uh, I'd probably say that without the bruh. Okay,
0: it just you know it's, it's like come on, dude, you're, you're being a little creepy right now. Let's, let's go.
1: Let's, let's, let's go to the party right now. Yeah. Because she's seeing somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, like, for this viewing, I was just kind of like, what is going on? Why? You know, because I do remember the line uh, later on. She's like, well, well, she tells him that she's seeing Mick. So, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I just, it, it's kind of, I don't know. It, I don't get the appeal from Pamela. Like, y- you know, I can see, you know, guys thinking she's extremely attractive. But, like, for got to like be kinda of pushy. I I I thought it was uh kinda of interesting. Alright, uh there's a couple scenes we get at the liquor store. Uh what do you think about that? Uh Styles tries to go uh get a keg of beer, which when I was a little kid there was no subtitles. I thought he said a cake of beer. A cake of beer. Okay. I don't know what a cake of beer is, so it's a keg of beer. And he's uh you know he he's trying to pretend like he's older, he's talking about like this, you know, uh his boss is throwing a party and and needs a keg of beer. And then you got this old man. Mm-hmm. The man denies him, and then he comes back later. Well, yeah, he he brings uh Scott later, and Scott goes in. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'd like a keg of beer, please. You don't say. Yeah. Uh, how much is that?
0: hearing ID, Sonny. You little bastard just won't give up, will you? Listen, no ID, no goddamn beer. Can't you get that through your thick skull? Give me a keg of beer.
1: And these. Um, he doesn't talk like that at all like throughout the movie <laughs> mm-hmm. so i thought that was weird but what do you think about the, the liquor store scene oh uh, the first one with styles or when Scotty came in um we'll just combine them
0: yeah uh, when, when Scotty came in i don't know i just for some reason it reminded me of thriller the end you know the end of the movie where you see michael jackson turn around his eyes are yellow okay but you know with, with talking um i thought they would go a little bit more into that later in the movie that he just kind of loses control, I guess. Like not physically, but more like like he did at a liquor store, just, you know, voice deep and just starts talking and you know, making uh kinda kinda frightening. And
1: um you know, styles, you know he, he's an idiot, so that was a funny scene. Yeah, the he um Scott really scares the old man and he gives him the keg of beer. So this uh so they end up going to a party and Everyone looked like 40 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh, music going on. There's people on the ground, like uh, like a girl and a boy. They're both like handcuffed back to back. I don't know what they're trying to do. Like, are they trying to get out of those handcuffs? I, I don't understand. And they're like, they, they also have some kind of uh, like whipped cream all over them as well. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure. Did you have an idea what was going on with that? I, I tried to f- figure it out, but I think... I didn't think it was anything sexual. I mean, I know they were kind of, like, wearing, like, bathing suits and what have you, and they're whip like, I guess they got whipped cream all over them, but again, they're, like, handcuffed back to back on the ground, and it appeared that they were trying to get out of that, but then there's a countdown going on, too. There's, yeah, they're, they're counting up to see how long they, they're they in that position, because later, you
0: know, they're, they're still seen in that, so I think... The goal is that their their hands are tied together, um, so that they can try and slip out with the whipped cream that's all over them,
1: and just see how long it takes them. Hmm. And I think Styles came up with all these games too. They, yeah, I guess. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. One of the other games is like um Styles. Uh, he pours like jello into this girl's shirt and has Chubby try to eat it mm-hmm. through the shirt, which. It's like, all the way at the bottom. Yeah, it's all sure. the way at the bottom, but then, you know, he like straight straight up motorboats her, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then we got Booth. Uh, her as Scott goes into the. Uh, goes into basically play Two Minutes in Heaven, you mm-hmm. know, in the closet there. Uh, did you catch any of the differences, like uh, how Booth looked when she went in and then when she came back out? Uh, her hair yeah she she had closet hair mm-hmm. um and then also her her back mm-hmm. so the back of her shirt was completely shredded because mm-hmm. you know they you know were kind of making now and they, you know we were to assume that they didn't really show it um but Scott and booth were in the closet and she mentions you know his his fingernails you know, and as she walks out, you see like uh you know the the claw marks the claw marks on her shirt, so you can see her back is revealed now we watched it on dvd so the quality is better than vhs upon this viewing i have never noticed that if you look at her back her back actually has like some, some red some scratches work, yeah. yeah so i've never noticed that before until this time around so i'm just like whoa mhm so after the party you know scott hadn't been feeling so well we get the transformation scene what do you think about the effects of that in the bathroom it's kind of weird. again just reminded like, me of thriller it, it looked for me it looked nothing like michael j fox mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah yeah he looks he looks too weird and then like his the hair on his arms is like too long and it just <laughs> looks like he's just wearing something instead
1: of it actually being his hair right that's a good point yeah it, it is long um it's almost like orangutan long mm-hmm. <laughs> so he should have been a monkey not a not a wolf uh yeah, the, the, you know, the, clearly they added some kind of prosthetics to kind of like pump like air to make it look like his face is shifting. Effects were pretty bad. Yeah, I think. Um now what do you think about his look as the wolf? I, I still didn't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. It doesn't even look like him. Mm-hmm. You know, it it looks way too different. Um So, shortly after this, he wolfs out for styles in the garage. And when I was a kid, for whatever reason, I thought that Styles was looking for, like, hair clippers. Or hair clippers. Something. I mean, I know he called it a stash. You know, I, I get that. But I didn't know exactly what he was looking for. Mm-hmm. So this time around, again, like, in, in my head, I've always thought hair clippers. So when he said stash, I was like, oh, my God, he said stash. Like, why did I think it was hair clippers <laughs> when I was a kid? You know, um, I just think it's because, like, the bag was rolled up and it looked rectangular. You know, and when I was younger, I was just like, oh, it's a box cutter or a hair clipper or something. Mm. You know, I just didn't, I, in a wrapper, I didn't know it was like a baggie full of like weed. <laughs> so, uh, so that was a uh, interesting there watching that as a, as a grown up. Um, what do you think of the scene when Styles finds out? Styles seems to have a hard on for him being a teen wolf.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's it kind of bugged me that, I, like, you know, he's, he's having, con. Trouble, you know, figuring out how it works, and uh, all of a sudden he just poof—he can work for yeah. Styles, yeah. Now he can just do it. Now you just do it on command, and Styles so like, you, "You can do that?" He's like, "Yeah,
1: yeah I, I think I
0: got—I think I got this." Yeah, it, you know, it,
1: it bothered me as well, yeah. um, because apparently now he can control it mm-hmm. uh after transforming once. Yeah. So Styles is the only one that knows for a while, and then we get the uh, the big transformation in the middle of a basketball game, where I think he gets tied up with Mick, right? Like uh, for the ball.
0: It's it's a whole group of people.
1: Uh, oh, right, because he's under, mm-hmm. and so so you don't actually see him, and we clearly hear that he's like tr- tr- transforming or whatever. And we see the hair on the legs and such. So, um, should have been a jump ball or something, but, but, but yeah, I think everyone's so scared. Now, did you notice, uh, Vice President Thorne, Vice Principal Thorne, what what he was doing when when he saw the wolf? I did not. He was kind of, like, hiding behind the, the bleachers, what he? but if you, like, looked at his hand motion, he, it looked like he was, like, he looked down at his pants, you know? <laughs> like 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 oh my CFP god I pee. And yeah stuff. and then later on we find out that that's something that he actually does when he gets scared he mm-hmm. pisses his pants so i i did watch that knowing what i already knew and i got to give credit to the actor who plays uh vice Pr- principal thorn i don't know if he was directed to do that and i'm gonna say no because uh the director it, this was his first movie and i don't the think, director's first movie yeah it was his first mm-hmm. directorial debut and I didn't think it was directed very well. Some of the shots were kind of nice. So I'm So I, I I'm thinking that that's the the actor that added that in. Like, him knowing that uh, his character has that issue, you know, with bodily fluids, as they call it, that he probably uh, did that uh, himself. So it's a great piece to add. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I guess everyone's reaction was pretty... It's pretty much what you'd expect. I don't think there is uh, really anything else. Everyone just accepted. Uh, okay, he's got skills now that he's a werewolf. Yeah, it mean, gave him added height. He got uh, like like a lot more height. Okay, and and you did bring that up while we watched it, and I mentioned to you that clearly that's not Michael J. Fox in the makeup. It is somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, who's a lot bigger, taller, and more athletic. Mm-hmm. Um. Did you like the montage at all? Uh, You know, just kind of him excelling in classes. You know, he's getting A's, kind of showing it off a little bit. Little by little, you start to see, like, uh, him kind of... There's one point, like, he stole the ball from his own teammate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so he's kind of turning into a bit of a jerk. I'm pretty sure Kobe Bryant has done that, though. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So, nothing... Nothing out of the uh, the montage that stuck out for you. I mean, I'm just I'm curious how being a werewolf helps you get better grade on mm. a test. Well, I don't know. Are dogs smarter <laughs> than, <laughs> than humans? <laughs> but uh, apparently, you want to be a werewolf because mm-hmm. it enhances everything. Mm-hmm. That's I guess that's what that's what we find out. Mm-hmm. So I talked about uh, the friends alienating him, and you feel that's fair, yeah? Yeah, that's pretty fair, yeah. Uh, what do you think about the Wolfmobile? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's just pretty much like a van and
0: just had the words like Wolfmobile painted on it. Yeah. Would you ever
1: surf on the top of the van? I like would. The, yeah, I definitely would. Um, Maybe if it was going really slow. Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> advise that in the middle of the street like they are. Mm. I don't care what kind of skills you think you got with parkour. <laughs> um, Okay. So did you like the backstory about uh, Vice Principal Thorne? So we had this prom scene. Was it the prom? It was a uh, spring formal. Spring formal? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got like a little montage. I thought it was a little cheesy. You know, they played the uh, Saturday Night Fever song, you know, just like the movie with John Travolta getting ready. You know, even like uh, what he was wearing was very similar to what John Travolta wore. Mm-hmm. I know you haven't seen the movie, but... I, I, I've seen a little bit. Probably bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah, so so there's, there's a scene where, um, you know, like... It's really weird because he walks in as a wolf, and everyone's like "wolf, wolf, wolf," you know. Everyone's like cheering for him and stuff. He wants to dance with Boof, and she's like, you know, you know, your, your crowd wants you. He's like, you know, let's have this dance. So they, like every eighties movie, they come up with some kind of dance that everybody can just do. So they're doing this really cheesy wolf dance. Did Did you like it? or no, that was stupid. <laughs> okay, I thought I thought it was pretty bad myself. Um, so this entire time. I like Mick and Pam seem to be fighting and she was like, I said, I, w- you know, thought about possibly dancing with him or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. She's, she's like, a, she,
0: I, I, I said, I might want to dance with. Okay.
1: You. So she's like torn between the two. And that's why Mick is like, got his panties up in a bunch. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, just, just staring, you know, at Scott this entire time as a wolf. And so Booth somehow changes him back by giving him some kind of super kiss mm. so she changes him back and then they go back to the dance floor and now this is why this is how you know mick is a bully because he waits for scott to change back to little old michael j fox mm-hmm. before you know so he can go pick on him and that's when he like turns back into the wolf and like shreds his shirt mm. right and that's what prompts uh, vice principal Thorne to come and be you know he threatens to throw Scott out of class blah 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 and then we get that backstory did you like that at all did that make sense to you the backstory yeah why um why Thorne has basically been on Scott's ass this entire movie yeah yeah it, it, it makes a lot more sense you know from the beginning
0: scene in the bathroom where he's just like just like looking at him wash his hands and keeping a close eye on him. Um, yeah, just for just for self reference we we actually never talked about Mick uh before you know this this scene right here. Okay. Uh, Mick is
1: Pamela's bo- uh current boyfriend. He's like 20 years old. Well, Lewis says that, but I think he's being facetious cuz uh, he's like you know Mick's like 20. I mean, he was locked up. So I didn't buy it. He so didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. So either the actor who played Lewis was bad at acting or he was just, you know, pulling his leg. I don't know. But Mick, you thought he was being Mick, truthful.
0: Mick looked pretty. Mick looked pretty. Well, the actor is 27. He's
1: old. But, uh, you know, they have makeup and prosthetics and whatnot. Well, they didn't do anything to make him look younger, but I think they threw that in there because the actor is old. So I think they were just, you know, having some fun. Like, oh, yeah, he's 20, you know, because mm. Michael J. Fox looks like he's 15, but the man was 24. <laughs> yeah. You know? okay. Yeah. So uh, did you have any more to add to, to Mick?
0: Uh, nope. Mick the dick. Okay. Let's go.
1: Yeah so let me see here yeah so basically the the backstory was um when scott's father was in school uh the the vice principal whose name is rusty they went to school together they both um were interested in scott's mom you know but his dad's the one who ended up with her so that's why thorn has been on his ass like this entire movie because he's you know, he, he's jealous of the dad. Mm-hmm. So so that was interesting. Well, why do you think they don't have the mom in this movie? Like, we're to assume she passed away. Right. Or something. But why do you think that is? Maybe. I don't know. Just... His dad does seem to have a lot of. Um, uh, not lectures, but they, he has some pretty good talks, you know, with Scott? Maybe it's to
0: let him do all the talking and explain everything, and his mom would just be, like, the normal human. You know, not, probably not much of a pace for her in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it was, it was kind of weird, because Boof was, like, his his mom and his girlfriend at the same time. Like, she went over to Scott's house just to hang out with his dad and play basketball with him. it was kind of weird at some times and, like, hung out all the time whenever you'd see them
1: in a scene together. See, like, with you bringing that up, like, I I did forget about that scene where Booth plays basketball basketball with him. Perhaps it's because, clearly, she didn't go to see Scott Mm because Scott didn't know she was going to be there. Um, But maybe she was hoping that she would run into him, you know, knowing that she, you know, is interested in him. Perhaps she went to go see Mr. Howard is because he is a widower, you know, just to... To have a female presence around him or something like that, because there is no female in the house. Mm-hmm. Might be. Okay, so let's just end up with uh, the 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 last scene here. This uh, so nobody likes Scott anymore, and four hours until the championship game, I guess is what they were calling it. Uh, Scott decides that he's not gonna do the whole wolf thing anymore. So you mentioned it earlier that he can control it now. So he is gonna no longer do the whole wolf thing. Unless he gets out of control, of course. Sure. I mean, I mean, but he will have to learn how to control his anger. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's like, well, you, we need the wolf for you to win. So he kind of, you know, stands up. No. How do you say stood up in present tense? <laughs> uh, he stands up? Yeah, he stands up. He stands up his team. And I don't even know what quarter it's in. But he shows up just in time. And they want the wolf. But he's like, no, I'm going to do this as myself. And I'm like... Okay, fine and all. I know it's a movie, but your team sucks, mm-hmm. you know, and you could, took control of the team when you were a wolf. I don't think any of them got any better. Okay. Um, and they're playing the team that creamed them in the beginning of the movie. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, you know, 71 to 11. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't know they had 11. I knew it was 70-something. Yeah, it was 71 to 11, and then, you know
1: whatever, but, um, all of a sudden Chubb, Chubb was able to make a, a bunch of shots. Yeah. And free he made throws. a lot of shots, got, and got a lot of rebounds. They allowed Scott to jump during his free throws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. That was, oh, well, my J Fox
0: is a short man. Um, it be, be, when, you know, when, when Michael J Fox gets there, they, they've already started the game, right? You know, mm-hmm. they went for the foul and the jump ball, but then all of a sudden,
1: you know, he comes in the gym and then they, they start tip off. Yeah. and Mix is like hard fouling him throughout the game. And I don't know if high school is any different, but I thought it was all the same. But there's one point Scott's like, oh, that was, that's uh, four fouls, one more, and you're out. In the two years I've been in high school, I have not been to a basketball game yet. Oh, uh, okay. So I wouldn't know. All right. um, I guess that's, that's it. You get a montage of the game, and they are down by one with, like, four seconds left. And then Scott goes in for, like, a lay-in. And then he gets hard fouled by Mick. And everyone's, like, trying to fight each other. Mm-hmm. Which was, like, a dumb foul. But, you know, he's clearly trying to make Scott earn it. And uh, he makes the two free throws and, and wins by one. Mm-hmm. Did you find that, like, tense at all? Like, did you think that he might miss?
0: I, I did. Uh, mainly because, you know, in the beginning of the movie, that's exactly what happened. It looked like he was going to make it. It was all slow-mo and stuff. And just then you you know you find out the score is like 70 something to 11 um yeah i don't know it, it just bugged me that you know they went from 71 to 11 and then all of a sudden 50 52 to 51 without any changes yeah without any changes the, the coach is still the same coach mm-hmm. he, he wasn't giving any advice exactly The players didn't
1: get any better um we, yeah. we didn't see anything it was just yeah. kind of like a like a a filler you know for this movie like the, the basketball wasn't even a thing you know he he wanted to quit just to do drama so he can hook up with pamela again it's it's not like he was like um like gifted athletically mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's not like he was working to, to get any kind of scholarships so i think like that was kind of pointless you know to have basketball yeah. even part of this uh part of this movie mm-hmm. but you know i was fine with it as a kid i i enjoyed it Um, obviously looking back at it now, uh, as an adult, uh, it's, you know, definitely not as good as I remember, uh, which I think will go ahead and just lead us into, uh, ratings and I'll go ahead and start with you first, but out of five stars, what would you give this movie? I'd give this a pretty good 375. Hmm,
0: Um, you know, the special effects were horrible. I hated the way he looked as a wolf. So whenever I saw him. I just hated it, but otherwise everything else is uh, good. I like the comedic release from Styles, okay, and uh, you know Chubs, and they were, they were very fun to see whenever they appeared on the screen.
1: Okay, uh, that's definitely a lot higher than I thought you were gonna go. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. Okay, going into this movie, one of the things that I heard in like the past few years was was that this is one of Michael J. Fox's like one of those movies that uh, in in his mind never existed. <laughs> you know he wasn't happy with this movie, mm. um, and so when I was when we decided to do this, I was like, "All right, we'll just do it." You know, it's Michael J. Fox. I just expected it to be bad. Well, it is bad, but it's not great. <laughs> it is bad. But... It, it is bad. It's not terrible. Um, but you're right. Styles was funny. The coach mm-hmm. was funny. Uh, there are some slow parts, but you know, it's it's it, you know they they try to add a little story to it. So they they tried. You know, I I think the reason is not as good um as it could have been is because it was the director's first movie. Mm. So I guess I'm gonna give it a three and a quarter. Okay. Yeah. So and that that might be a little much. I mean I can I can watch this again. Yeah. You know, um And I think it's because, like, I don't know about you, but I am a fan of Michael J. Fox. You know, Mm -hmm. and this is the movie I grew up watching. So you, for being almost 16 years old, you'd be able to watch it again. Oh, yeah, definitely. And is it because it's Michael J. Fox? No, not exactly. Just, you know, high school and it's relatable-ish. Okay. Okay, okay, because he's a bit of an outsider kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Not that you're an outsider that you can relate to that. But but these are... um, their characters, but they they can all actually be somebody you know. Would you would you agree? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can. Agree no with one that. is like so far fetched that like oh that can't possibly be a real person. The only person that would ever be far fetched would be Styles. What about the coach?
0: <laughs> no, I, I think he's, we I he's think a we coach can have someone. and
1: he has like no good advices.
0: <laughs> no, no, we we have a coach that has like no good advices. Oh wow, okay. But not, like, off-topic, like, yeah. I have
1: three rules, blah, 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 blah. You know, the funny thing is, like, watching this movie and that scene where um, Mr. Howard and the vice principal were, you know, literally toe-to-toe and they were talking. Uh, it, let me throw this other thing in, too. As a kid, when they both looked down, I thought Mr. Howard pissed on him. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, I, I was, I was a kid, yeah, so I didn't understand what was going on in that scene. I knew s- s- something about somebody was pissed, I didn't know who's, you know, I didn't know that uh, the vice principal pissed himself. So that was a line that I missed as a kid that that that, that happened. Um, I mean, either way, would have been really funny. Yeah. But during have, have Mr. Howard's leg pointing straight up. <laughs> <out. laughs> now, now that's going too far. I think that would, that would probably ruin it for me. I'm like, OK, that's not cute at all. Um, <laughs> it's but, not cute either way. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> but that scene, I was thinking, oh, my God, you know, like, what if. You had a staff member that went to school with me that disliked me. I wonder if they would treat you any different because, you know, uh, behind real life here, you attend the high school that I went to, Mm -hmm. you know, my alma mater, if you want to call it that. And you actually have some teachers that I had. But as far as I know, I don't think you've ever had a teacher that was actually like a classmate of mine a teacher as a classmate
0: i um no uh, i i have a teacher that was a senior when you were a freshman but you, you didn't know each other but that, that, was, that was pretty much it
1: oh okay oh interesting yeah um i well i I did hang out with um older people so maybe that's something we can talk about offline and yeah. may, maybe I, I i would know them but what did they say they knew me or something no i knew just it's just the year that he graduated. He was he was there at the school. Oh, you just did the math and, yeah. and knew that we were there together at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty much it. Uh, we don't know when you'll be back. Uh, just whenever you can. Um, but before we end this, we do have a new feedback. I've got something for you. A letter. A letter for me.
0: Fun and nostalgic. Five stars. We had the opportunity to be guests on the Robin Hood Men in Tights episode and had so much fun. I've since made HLF part of my regular podcast rotation. The show sounds professional, but also fun. Conversation with guests is comfortable and fluent. Totally worth the listen. Thank you for making an awesome show, Peter, by Mixed
1: Feelings Podcast from the United States of America. All right. And that's from uh, Mandy and uh, Cassie, who, again, uh, you know, she mentioned it. They were on the uh, Robin Hood, Ben and Tights episode. So thank you for the review. I sure appreciate that. So that uh, I'm glad we were able to record our 100th episode and still have you uh, read an iTunes review. So uh, so thank you for everybody. Um, Phoenix, let's uh, take a look back real quick, since it is uh, episode 100. You know, we won't spend too much time on here. But, um, you know, I'm not even going to like really show you the feed. But off the top, what were some movies that we covered that you recall that uh, maybe you enjoyed reviewing? Coming to America. Okay. That was episode two. That's my favorite. That's your favorite That's because of the favorite. movie? Because of the movie. It's yeah. a great movie. You know, movie. we, we, movie we sure. went into a lot of research
0: um, and whatnot. And how do, how do I put this into words? There's so much details that we went into that podcast and... Yeah, Trying to get all the notes
1: down. Well, you know, right. When we we first started, it was uh, scene by scene. You know, and um, the reason I did that was because, you know, you were 13 years old. It was harder for you to form, uh, you know, thoughts and opinions about things. So I I had to uh, write down notes scene by scene and explain things. And if you had anything to add, you would add it. Mm -hmm. So that's the way we did things then. Um, Then Frighteners. Frighteners was a fun one. I know you haven't gone back and, and watched that, but I remem- remember during the review, uh, you said you really enjoyed the movie, that it'd be like top, one of the top, like best movies for you.
0: I actually I actually did go back and watch that. Oh, okay. Um, did it
1: hold up? Like like two months
0: ago. Yeah, oh, okay. it was great. Yeah. Uh, Fr- okay, so Coming to America, mm-hmm. favorite,
1: uh, Frighteners, second favorite. Okay. And then third would be Robocop? Robocop. Robocop. Okay. The original, the original, yes, which was uh, episode one. So you like the the really early stuff, the really early stuff. Because I think Frighteners might have even been in the single digits. Um, I don't think you were really high on Spaceballs either. Spaceballs was fun, but yeah. those, but you didn't were... get the references at the time, yeah.
0: Because and... I, I still haven't seen the Star Wars movies,
1: so Spaceballs was well. You know, you, you've you probably don't remember much, but you did see for sure uh, a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah. seen Return of the Jedi yet. I, just, I, I uh, And then the prequels don't exist. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just, despite what Devin says. Um, okay, what about Three Amigos? You, you weren't high on that one either? No. That was a fun one for me. However, I did say it wasn't as funny as I remembered. Mm-hmm. You know, So, so I didn't hold up for you either. No, no. Uh, Lion King, we did that one. That was fun. I don't even remember Lion King, <laughs> but I'm sure it was fun. You, well, you, you're like, hey, did we do Lion King? I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Wedding Singer. What do you think about that one? Wedding singer was fun. Um, probably, probably like it's 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 in my top ten. Okay, wedding singer was the first episode I started adding music to the end of our episodes. Mm. What uh, what were some of your maybe um, favorite new releases that we did? You know, like the instant reviews. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I didn't put as much input in that review as I probably could
1: have. Oh, you I were was really like, tired. I was, yeah, I was yeah. I was like
0: half passed out, but mm-hmm. that that was that was
1: fun. Um. We also did. Uh, let's see, X Men: Days of Future Pass was uh, our was uh, the first. Actually, no, the first one you did was Amazing Spider Man Two, and then you did uh, X Men: Days of Future Pass. Well, instant review would be like right after the movie theater. Oh, okay, okay, good point. Um, Maverick, you you liked that one? Let's put that in my top fifteen. Okay, because I, I don't fully remember.
0: I remember the movie, but not so much the reviewing.
1: Inner Space. The one where the guy goes inside Martin Short's Ooh, body. Ooh, that was fun. Um, did you like wait, that hand, one? Let me try to remember the name. Something short. Martin Short. Martin Short. Yeah. 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 Good job. Uh, the Ninja Turtle movies. We did all four of them. That's the the three live action and then the the TMNT movie. Did we? Yeah. Oh yes, yes we did. I remember that because you got the you got the whole series and yeah like, we did, we did it in yeah, twos. Definitely. Remember uh, that. Leading up to the uh, the new release, mm. uh, we did Jumanji. We did. Mm-hmm. man we didn't we Mrs
0: doubtfire yes oh oh that was a fun one for you yeah it's like it was like what, what am I at four or five five mm-hmm that's that's my fifth favorite then what about the ring
1: <laughs> scary <laughs> scary yeah scary what about the original psycho I like that a lot um top ten very good movie you yeah know, like alfred Hitchcock obviously um let's see the home alone movies Home Alone has always been of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, pro- Probably
0: like top 15.
1: Okay. And I think that's pretty much it. The, the rest of them were mostly me and guests and, you know, sprinkled around here and there. You were in here. We did uh, both Bill and Ted movies also. That was also mm. just one episode. Um, You know, you joined me for the Back to the Future ones. Uh, for the, those movies, obviously. Back to the Future party. Yeah, uh, and, and the yeah the the live party. Well, we went to a viewing party with some friends, and then we played a little game. So that was an episode too, a little bonus episode. And let's just finish up with the Terminator movies. Oh yeah, those are fun. Did you see Genesis yet? I have not. Okay. Do you have it? Yeah, we own it. Oh okay. Yeah, I haven't even seen Genesis yet. Hmm. I totally forgot about that movie. Yeah. Is it good? Um. I like it. I know a lot of people don't, Mm. but it's a guilty pleasure. You can call it that, you know, um, I don't feel guilty for, for liking it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's not great. It's definitely not like one and two. Uh, It's completely different. Uh, but you know, they, they tried, Uh, (laughs) they tried, they tried props. Yeah. So, uh, I guess that's it. Um, so I, do you have anything else to add for it being 100 for us? uh yeah (laughs) yes okay uh i want to give a a few shout outs um i know that there's a a lot of people that uh we've you know made friends with over the uh the two year over the plus two years that we've been doing this uh i want to start off uh with a big thank you to uh michael denniston uh host of war machine versus warhorse he is actually the first podcaster that reached out to me said hey we dig your show would you like to be a guest? You know, so he gave me my first guest bot. And he now uh, hosts Original Remake with me. You know, both Hydrate Level 4 and Original Remake can be found on followingfilms.com. I also want to give a big thank you to uh, Carly, uh, who is the host of That Pop This Life and Talking Shondaland at Quartet Parts.com. Uh, her and I, we... Um, you know built a, a very close friendship and uh you know I had her on a few different episodes along with recurring guest Devin who also I want to give a shout out to and uh it was Carly's idea to for me and Devin to start a list show uh, which ends up uh being called We Got 5 so thank you Carly for putting us on com uh... greatly appreciate your friendship And Devin, you crazy, crazy man, uh, who everyone thinks you're just a big-time troll uh, saying the darnest things and having the worst taste in movies. Uh, Love you, big fella. Uh, my co-host again. Uh, we got five, uh, and also Alby. Uh, Alby, I was a big fan of uh, for a very long time. Who is the host of the Quantum Leap podcast? Uh, him and I also uh, formed a friendship uh, via online, and him and I have gone on to do uh, our host the Back to the Future the animated series podcast. So I want to give a shout out to uh, those uh, special individuals that um, have. Um, You know, created other shows with me and, you know, spent countless hours behind the mic, even though we'd never uh, met in person. So uh, thank you to all the listeners uh, to um, I don't know how many are still listening to us or have been listening to us since the beginning. But, uh, you know, I think I can speak for Phoenix, but thank you, uh, you know, to everybody, you know, that that gives us a listen for giving us a shot, uh, putting us into your daily rotation. You know, we greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, at this time, we have no plans to disappear. Again, like Phoenix is a teenager, so he, you know, won't always be available, but... You know, he's he's not done here. At least he hasn't told me he's done. <laughs> so, you know, expect to to hear from him again uh, sometime in the future. Uh, clearly, you'll be hearing me. Um, so that's pretty much it. Check out followingfilms.com. You know, other great shows. My good buddy Dave, who hosts Pop Culture Case Study. Uh, Hyrule and Barry over at True Romance Film Podcast. Hyrule's been a guest on this show. Uh, we covered uh, True uh, Romance. You know, he introduced me to that movie. <laughs> and um, importantparts.com you know a bunch of great shows there check out both of uh, both of my networks we've been very blessed to have uh, a bunch of wonderful people and podcasters uh, to be uh, a part of us or a part of my life so until the next episode I'm Peter I'm Phoenix this is Hydrate Level 4 I was down to zero still an unsung hero waiting for my ship to come ashore I still empty out i standing watching all the other seagulls soar I was slowly losing hope Twisting frayed ends of the rope In a suicidal fantasy I was going to extremes Losing sight of all my dreams again I never thought I'd win I was blind by the pain, running wide through the rain, in a parody
0: of ecstasy. I was inches from the edge,
1: fingers clinging to the ledge again, I never thought I would.